Hey guys, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. 12 Days of Couch Cast Edition. We are halfway through. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I guess we will be halfway through at the end of this. Yes. Officially. Here. There okay. we go. We hope you guys are enjoying this. We love doing this because I don't know about you. I always feel bad because we get questions and they get just stuck in this backlog. I know. And There's I feel so bad because I'm like, ah, these people ask these questions and some of them I'm like, they probably needed to know an answer to this, which I will say I have gotten all caught up on our Instagram DMs and I've stayed caught up for a while. So if you have a specific question that needs like specific response to a situation, send it, send me a DM on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Some of these get too specific on the couch cast where I'm like, we can't really do a whole couch cast to everyone on this very specific thing because it's yeah. a one-off situation. Yeah. But on the couch cast form, we don't have any way of replying to you specifically. It's anonymous. So if you have a very unique situation, DM us on Instagram. That's the best way to get a unique response. So Good call. Good anyway, call. all of that to say, if we don't ever answer your question on here, maybe try DMing us because yes. it might be that it's a little too narrow. Yes. Um, doesn't mean it's not valid. It just means it may not apply to enough people to warrant yes. a full like exactly broadcasted episode yeah. thing. So I keep leaning on this table and it's creaking. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let's ask today's question. It says, Hey, Bethany and Kristen. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I love it. <when> I, <laughs> I know. That's so weird. But I'm just like, Oh, hey. Um, We're people. <laughs> yes, we are. And you are too. And you are too. Okay. She says, I was listening to the Don't Date in a Bubble episode. Oh, that's mine. Yes. And she said, and I loved it, but I have a question. You guys said it's important to introduce someone you're interested in to your family. And I agree. It's important, especially in the beginning of cultivating a relationship. But she put in all caps. What do you do when you have an extremely toxic and dysfunctional family who don't share your faith? And then she put, I'm the only Christian in my family. Whew. And she says, I know a lot of other ladies in my same boat who struggle with that quite often. Please help a girl out. <laughs> I love that. Please help a girl out. <laughs> um, and I will say she meant, I didn't read the whole like question thing. She mentioned like having her church involved. And I, that is my mm-hmm. very first response to like just off the top of my head is don't replace your family, but like give your church family that role that your blood family normally would have had. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who share those convictions and those boundaries and those that, that worldview that you have when it comes to relationships. I'm trying to like help you out here. So I'm answering it first. I hope you mark Thank it down. You. I, I am. asked Thank and you I'm so answering. much. Thank you. I'm noticing. <laughs> but I think that is really key in this because they see those things that are important to you and can provide the accountability to come alongside you and help you stick to those boundaries. They can also help you evaluate this guy with the lens that you're looking for. And I will say there's the verse, I think it's in like Matthew eight where it talks about unless you've hated your father and mother, you've not loved me, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the point I'm making with that is talking about your love for the Lord should be so much that it, what you feel for those blood relationships looks like hate. Like that's mm-hmm. how much you should be in love with the Lord. And so I would make the point that other people who share that relationship with the Lord in a way are closer to you than your blood family in some mm-hmm. ways. So, you know, unless your blood family is also believers. So I don't think it's settling for a lesser than. I just wanted to be an encouragement. I think having that is just as good, if not better in some ways, than a family who is unbelieving. Yeah, I would 100% agree. So don't don't feel like it's a step down. I just, I want that to be an encouragement that this is different, but it's not worse. Yeah. Well, and something this podcast has really opened my eyes to is like Bethany and I talk all the time about our families. We're both very fortunate to have very close families. Our families are believers. So 
Um, but we understand that that's not the case for everybody. And from hearing from so many of y'all over the years, we understand how, like, I, you just kind of grow up thinking everybody grew up like you. Right. And it, I know that's a very ignorant thing to say, but like, everybody does to Everybody kind of does that because that's your lens. You just realize later, oh, wow, no, this wasn't the only way. Yeah. yeah. And so I think exactly what Bethany was just saying when we say, you know, introduce the guy to your family. You could almost say like family or family equivalent, whatever Uh that is. Like if it's your mentors, if it's your best friend, if it's your small group, your small group, um, if it's like, you know, you have a really close relationship with your pastor and his wife or whatever, like whoever your closest people are, because there were even like, like I've told, um, people, I'm like, I have friends that are closer than some of my Mm -hmm. family, like you know, I've got like people on, you know, not like super extended even. Yeah. And then I'm like, I talk to Melanie, Bethany and Lindsay more than I talk to these people. <laughs> and they and Bethany, Melanie, and Lindsay yeah. all know more of what's going on in my life than those people do. And so they may not be quote unquote family, yeah, but they have that closer relationship to me. And so they're meeting the guy first mm-hmm. before so-and-so is. Yeah. And even Aunt Kathy or whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever we've deemed the With- <laughs> family member's name. I think it was Aunt Kathy. Aunt Kathy. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Anyway, so we have Bobby, Aunt Kathy. Aunt Kathy. <laughs> we have this whole family of make-believe people. But Susie. Susie, yep. Within that, talking about bringing your church in, just to, I'm glad you said that about whoever's closest. I don't want it to seem like, or like have this picture in your head of like, oh, they said I should involve my church, meaning... I need to go talk to my senior pastor and be like, would you oversee my relationship, please? (laughs) Yeah. That's not what I mean when I say bring your church in, like bring that community. in. I'm talking about those people in your church whose input you, you value and who know you well. Like if if I was in this situation where I just couldn't, whether, and it may even be your family's great, but they live a long way away. Yeah. You know, they may be believers, they may be strong, whatever, but it's like, well, I can't introduce my boyfriend to them for four more months when we go home for Christmas or whatever. You don't want to wait that long for there to be oversight in your relationship more. But I've so it, I've thought like in this situation, there are several ladies here at my church that I would go to and say, hey, I want your input. I want you to help. And then I would say, and then by extension, your husband's too, mm-hmm. you know, to have that male perspective. Yeah. It doesn't have to be go talk to the leadership of your church and have your pastor. Like right. that's, you know, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. So don't feel like that. Don't feel like that's what you have to go do. Yeah. Yeah. I think the important thing is just getting him around people who know you well, who have your best interest at heart, um, who are going to be a good balance of happy for you, but like discerning Mm -hmm. at the same time. And again, someone who shares your faith, because particularly for this listener, if your family or anybody who's listening who is in a similar situation. If your family are not believers, there's only so much counsel or guidance you can take. There's a, yeah, it has a cap. Yeah. As mm-hmm. far as like how you're building the foundation of your relationship, yeah. how you want to make decisions, how you want to date, how you yeah. like your, the timeline, the way you raise your children, all <laughs> of this stuff is going to be filtered through your faith. And if, your family doesn't share that then yes even if you're close with your family but if they don't share that faith there's going to be a limit yeah and so whoever that spiritual family is for you that's who you want to bring in and that's who you want to 
<laughs> expose the guy to. That sounds weird, well, no, but like, but, but that's the phrase. Like, parade him in front of. Yes, him. basically. <laughs> no, smile <what>? and wave. <laughs> One thing I will say too, on the flip side of this, and this is kind of my last thought. You can go from there. Yeah. Um, don't. Don't do that to the exclusion of your family would be what I would say to sum up. Yes, there's a limit. Yes, there's a cap. But I also think this is a huge opportunity for your family to see the gospel. Mm. As they see two people building a relationship based on the gospel who are selflessly caring for each other, who are preferring the other person, who are building a relationship based on the faith that they say they have, they are walking that out. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah, you may not go to them for spiritual guidance, but don't avoid them or ignore them. And don't don't give them the impression of, well, I'm not taking your advice. Like you can hear what they have to say and then, you know, think have gospel conversations even based on that of like, well, no, like here's where I'm coming from. Now she said her her family is toxic and like there may be issue like issues where that prevent that. But if you just have like if you have good relationships with your family for the most part, but they're not believers this could be a really powerful way of showing them the gospel and showing them Mm -hmm. what living out your faith really is and how that impacts you in a way that sets you apart from unbelievers yeah so i would just encourage you to let them into your relationship as much as you can so that they i mean that could be something that god could really use in their lives yeah that's such a good point the only other thing i'll add and is that the last thing I would do is if you have a family situation that is dysfunctional, toxic, whatever words you want to insert there, <laughs> be really clear. I'm not saying you got to go bash your family to the person you're dating, but let them know what's going on. Don't be vague. Yeah. Um, you don't have to give them every last detail up front. You know, you can you can work your way into that, but let <laughs> them, them into but it. let them know what's going on, and also let them know like, hey, this is why I'm introducing you to so and so from my church first. Yeah, because if you go from a traditional standpoint, it's like, oh, why are you not introducing me to your parents? Yeah. Whereas if they know, oh, hey, here's a situation with my parents, mm-hmm. and like I'm really close to this couple at the church, and I really would like you to meet them because yeah. of X Y Z. That's gonna put your boyfriend at ease to be like oh okay like you still want me to meet people that are important to you and that love you it may be a little different but like it doesn't mean anything less like you said it's it's not not, a step down and it's not an indicator of how I think the relationship is going yes it's not oh I'm not introducing you to my parents yet it's not that we haven't reached that stage I'm introducing you to the people who whose opinion I matter or whose opinion matters the most at that level Yeah, yeah exactly exactly so good distinction thank you All right, guys. Well, we'll wrap it there. Thank you so much for joining us for another day of the 12 Days of Couchcast. We'll be back tomorrow with day seven. But until then, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. Looking for the Middle.